Good lord. Are we ever recording the show? Now we're recording. Oh my god. Now god. that you've been revealed to be the impatient monster that you are. It's true. I well, do. We just caught you in I, one of your on. diva tizzies. I have things to do and places to be. <laughs> I'm siding with Dan on this one. Oh. It is you technically had like, you an had like, hour after we were supposed yeah, to start Yeah, you recording. had like seven false starts. I didn't have seven false starts. You guys wouldn't pause talking long enough for me to start recording the How Bad cast podcast starring me, Mike Linden, as your host. Oh, starring. Co-host Dan Linden. Hello. And co-host Steven Montenegro. God, that was tortured. What? Like, we, we both just let it happen. Dan and I, we're on the same team today. Dan and I. Oh, this is, oh, this is going to be a very fun yeah. show. How, how caffeinated are you, Mike? Um, not very. I only had my one carafe of coffee mm. today. Dan? Uh, I had like a cup and a half. Okay, so you, you two better team up against me. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did notice that your espresso machine was still on. Oh, it's always on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ready to go at all times. Yeah, it's it's ready to party. Uh-huh. What is the uh, mechanism? So... I would expect you to need it to be off. Is there some sort of extra button that makes it actually, you know, start pushing water through? Yeah, you those... turn a knob. Oh, all right. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't just like push water at all times. Just a constant and then, like... steady water pump, just cycling. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not a water feature. I don't have a. I don't have a koi pond that sometimes <laughs> I put ground beans in. You don't have a koi pond that you use to uh, violently murder koi yeah. with hot water with. I don't know. They might like warm water. You don't know. Yeah, warm? They... Is espresso made with warm water? It's not like boiling. Like, you can drink it, like, right away. Hmm. And, but, but aren't your... Isn't your tongue famously calloused? Yeah. No, actually. Like, so, part of the reason that I have an espresso machine... You uh, pick up uh, hot pans with your tongue all the time? I do. <laughs> but but that's because... Pick up? <laughs> but that's because... I like to keep things interesting. <laughs> also, you apparently have a prehensile tongue. Yeah. You got to enjoy that. Do you, do you not? No. Yeah. What? Oh. This turned into a Twilight Zone episode <laughs> where I woke up one morning and suddenly I'm in the tongue universe. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue universe. <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Ugh. I feel like my tongue is prehensile. You can't pick up a pan with your tongue. I can't pick up a pan because it's very large and my tongue is very small, but so, I can pick up a pencil with it. Yeah. Okay. What kind of pan is Steven picking up? Like a really light one. Oh, okay. Like, like a, I got this little copper one that I make eggs in. Sure. Yeah, that one. Okay. I guess that's feasible. Oh. It's got like a really long handle. I'd for have to its look at the too. pan, but it's like <laughs> at least in the boundaries of feasibility. Sure. Yeah. Um, as long as it's cheap and it's made primarily to fry one egg or something. Right, right Yeah, right. I put two eggs in it, but it takes up the whole bottom. <laughs> yeah. So I'm mostly making ingredientless frittatas normally. <laughs> <laughs> like, so here's my move. Like, I don't... I could figure out how to cook eggs better by, like, actually watching them for 90 seconds. I'm really bad at cooking things that take 90 seconds to cook. Okay. Because that requires you to stand still for 90 seconds. Mm. But if I can met that 90 seconds out over seven or eight minutes, I'm fine. So, like, I should learn to cook eggs better, but here's my move now. Yeah. I okay. put a bunch of butter in the bottom of the pan, like too much butter. Yep. Okay. And then I put the eggs in it, scramble yeah. them, put them in there. Two eggs. Then I wait until they're cooked through on the top. Great. Uh, Done. Uh-huh. Eggs. How's that work out? Fine. They make fine eggs. Okay. They're they're greasy. What, They're fine what, eggs. What heat level? Oh, Ooh, low. Great question. Okay, there you go. Low. Slow yeah. and low. Baby. Definitely low. Like if it's taking if it's taking less than like two ish minutes for uh, all the butter to melt, like it's too hot. Mm. And then you got to like pull it off the heat and let it cool down because like you can't just throw eggs in there and hope turning it down is going to be fine. Right. Mm. You're going to get that paper stuff on the bottom of your egg. <laughs> Yep, egg you know paper. What I'm you know what I'm I talking, know what about, talking about? about. Everybody yeah. knows what I'm know talking, what about. talking like about, like egg paper. Yeah, yeah, it's always on like your egg foo young pancakes for some reason. Mm. Like because like the Chinese restaurants bad at making them. <laughs> I eat at a variety of Chinese restaurants. I'm not calling anyone out here. <laughs> I'm sure some of them. It's like they're just impatient. It's just like oh, we got to make yeah, another oh, no, ten thousand of these. I'm sure that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Like I don't blame them. Yeah, if I wanted it done like perfectly to my specifications, I'd do it myself or go to a place that like has one of those little like order sheets where you like where you like check off the ingredients you want and then write instructions. Right. You know, a deli? No <laughs> egg paper. Huh. Uh I'm not going to talk to anybody. 
Right. You're mm. just going to fill out your punch card. Yeah. yeah. Put it in the uh, egg cooking mainframe. Yep. Yeah. If I'm paying enough money, I expect That's the to... machine reading the punch card. Right. Okay. If I'm paying enough money, I, I expect to see... Uh, I expect to choose my eggs based on photos of the chickens that laid. <laughs> it's like it's like an ovum Argentine steakhouse. What? Interesting. You know, like have you ever been to like a super expensive Argentine steakhouse? No, no, I don't even know what that is. Like, what? How do you not know what that is? Argentina is famous for making cows that make steak, but like, <laughs> all right, that and. That and, you know, harboring Nazis. <laughs> That's basically their deal. Sure. Um, uh, if, you, if you care about the world of sport, they've got River Plate and Boca Juniors. Um, those okay. are soccer teams. Oh, got all it. Right. Uh, sometimes during matches between them, their fans stab each other. Boca you know, Junior. Yeah, I think it used to be like a multi-sport club and like the soccer team came out of like younger people instead of like, you know, old men lifting balls on the end of like rods dumbbells while wearing singlets and waxing their mustaches okay mm-hmm. um, but now it's just a regular... now it's just a now it's just like you know the biggest soccer team in south america huh hmm. but sorry river plate fans junior. poor river plate yeah oh. well it could be worse there's like a team in Bern, switzerland called bsc young boys <laughs> oh yeah yeah that that ain't great um uh that reminds me that i that reminds me to be angry that our soccer team is no longer called the old boys. Oh, well, like, I mean, like, there, there's also a team called old boys in Argentina. Um, oh. Uh, it's, I think it's, I think that is literally the exact opposite. This is the senior team, even though we're known mostly as a place where kids come to play soccer. <laughs> so there is, you're telling me that somewhere in the world, uh, you could hypothetically go into a sports merchandise store walk up to the counter and say excuse me do you carry any young boys yes in okay. in switzerland uh-huh um not the not uh not my favorite soccer team name uh-huh. uh my favorite soccer team name um wh- okay runner up mm. there's a club in equatorial guinea great uh called Los Leones Vegetarianos. The Vegetarian Lions. That's, That's pretty fun. good. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, but there's a club in, I, I want to say Ecuador. I'm almost certain it's Ecuador, and I don't want to fuck it up, so don't send me angry mail. <laughs> uh, called Club the Strongest. Yes. Oh, I remember you talking about <laughs> Club, Club the, the Strongest. strongest <laughs> is the best, and you can't buy jerseys from them because they are always sold out. <laughs> and they're like, a, they're like a soccer team in Ecuador, which means that, like, their players get paid in cash like forty dollars every week. Mm-hmm. So like it's not like they got a lot of spare cash laying around sure. to like print up eighty dollar shirts that they'll then sell later. Right. Is uh is this a situation where they chose English words or is this a full translation? No, of no, no. The... In like if you go to a match, they will play like uh like Gymnasio Quito uh-huh. versus Club the Strongest. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Uh that's great. I love it. I, maybe they pronounce it Klub? Yeah. I mean, it, in my mind, it's better if it's Klub the strongest. Yeah. yeah. But, like, oh, man. It, like, also, I'm pretty sure I made Gymnasio Quito up. But <laughs> well, sure. I don't know of any other, like, <laughs> soccer teams in Ecuador. I'm not even 100% certain that Club the Strongest is in Ecuador. Sure. <laughs> but they are called Club the Strongest, and that's really all that matters. That's real good. Yeah. That's real good. Like, how do you not, like... It's it's kind of just not fair to every other soccer team in the league, right? Yeah, that's very true. Because like, how do you not be a fan of club the strongest? Right. Yeah, you're, you're going to cheer for that team. One, they're the strongest. Yes. Exactly. There's so no reason to cheer for anyone else. Right. Really, they're clearly going to win. Two, yeah. that's the best name. <laughs> can, can you imagine if instead of being called the New York Knickerbockers, mm-hmm. they were New York the best basketball team? <laughs> Yes. It would be funny, like... Instead of, you know, New York Knickerbockers, which is synonymous with New York, the worst basketball team. Hi-oh! Oh, shit. Take that, sports enthusiasts. That's like a Spike solid Lee. joke as far as any of my information. Spike Lee hung in there for all those years with courtside seats at the Knicks, mm-hmm. and, and then he had to sit there 
collect his Oscar, read his poem, and then watch Green Book win Best Picture. You know what? I forgot that that's Wait, what are you New, York the New York Knicks meant. <laughs> I like I was I was thinking to myself during the conversation, just like a background process in my brain. Okay, here we go. While actually taking part in the conversation, oh yeah, there's a team called the New York Knickerbockers. Whatever happened to them? <laughs> <laughs> like, like old timey sports names. Um, they seem awesome now, but I'm pretty sure they were just normal then. Because like I think Knickerbocker was like a. Slang term for a certain type of dude. Yeah, yeah I think that's true. Oh. Or like a, even a trade or something. I mean, but it Someone refers who... to a specific type of pantaloons. Mm-hmm. Knickerbockers are a specific type of like, like basically are they like short pants. They're like capri pants for dudes with like that like cinch at the bottom. Uh, you know, um, that's pretty much exactly what I was expecting them to be. Yeah, yeah, but like I think I think it was a slang term for a specific type of person or guy i'm not i i can't remember the sort of person that would wear those pants yeah um you know like like the boaters or whatever mm-hmm. like um, yankee doodle dandies yeah like they i i think if i remember correctly and i might just be totally making this up now knickerbockers were distinct from yankees like in that that's the, they were like that term was like a response to what a Yankee was. Mm. I'm still not sure what either of them meant. Sure, <laughs> but like you know, like the Boston Red Sox, I'm pretty sure used to be called the Boston Red Stockings. Like, and that's just like an absurd name by modern <laughs> standards. Uh-huh. But like, they had more time back then. Yeah, yeah, but like, but also they, well, yeah, because you were reading it in print, you got to fill them column inches. And like, and even just probably uh, just the the. Right, this was back when Charles Dickens was getting paid by the right. word. Yeah, and they, they swung a hard left when they changed the name because they didn't even use CKS. Right. They just went with an X. It was the <laughs> modern era, and they're like, oh, we got to we gotta keep things moving. Yeah, like nothing says the future like getting an X or a Z in there. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, like, like those, those types of old-timey names. Like I'm pretty sure the New York Mets used to be called the New York Metropolitans. I believe that's true. Um. Which is just like, you know, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. I would like it if our local sports teams, or at least one of them, were to change into something more like club the best. But I'm trying to figure out like what team the best team. But like, I feel like here you'd have to like you'd have to thread that needle where like you can't be too braggy because it's Minnesota. So it'd have oh. to be like pretty good or something like the Minnesota pretty good. I really think I really think the Minnesota that, like, decents. Ooh, like, that's good. I really think that we just start up a uh, like what's the next sport? Like women's soccer team. Sure. Right? Like women's professional soccer is like depending on who you ask and what year it is, either crumbling around us or taking off. Yeah. <laughs> um uh but like I think we just start up a women's professional soccer team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hook up with Doomtree. Okay. And just call it team the best team. Great. I like, think I, I, I don't see any reason not to be braggarts. Like, our women's basketball team is team the best team. Yeah, they should actually right. change their name. <laughs> yeah, don't they win, like, literally every year? Yeah. Or at least most years. They didn't win last year, yeah. Oh. Well, I think they did they almost one, Like, two right? years ago, though. But like, if you're just sticking with, like, an average, yeah. then you can keep that best going. Yeah, I mean, like, you win a championship, like, six out of eight years. You're the best team. Min- yeah. The Minnesota, statistically speaking, best. <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's the thing is we never name our teams after a city either. There's mm-hmm. not the Minneapolis or St. Paul anything. Right. Um, the Minnesota best within standard deviation. Yes. Yeah, like we gotta we have to name Stand everything. Deeps! <laughs> <laughs> we have to name everything after the whole state so, like, Crosby Ironton doesn't get all pissy about it. Yeah. Um, Wait, is that a person or a city? <laughs> uh, it's two cities. <laughs> okay. But a single school district. Got it. Um, uh... But yeah, like we have I to. Name- it was just gonna, I thought it was just like the one rich dude that like named the Knickerbockers originally. <sighs> I honestly had to ask because like as I was processing that those two words, I'm like that could be the name of a state representative like <laughs> out <laughs> north in the northwest or something. Yeah. Like oh, Representative Crosby Ironton from. So, I'm gonna digress in a second. I'm gonna finish my thought mm-hmm. first. Um, 
my my initial thought is was like we have to name everything just the Minnesota whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like we might as well just go with like the Twin Cities statistical metropolitan region twins. <laughs> right. Um because like let's be honest, it's the Twin Cities. I'm sorry, Crosby Ironton. <laughs> uh my digression was when you said that's the guy that named the New York Knickerbockers, uh-huh. it occurred to me that for some reason in the back of my mind mm-hmm. I had been convinced until exactly that moment because I had never re-examined this assumption that Teddy Roosevelt had named the New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> That's pretty much who I was picturing. When, yeah, when I thought about it, like, like I at some at some point in time, some amount of thoughts added up to that assumption, mm-hmm. and I had never challenged it or probably recalled that memory until <laughs> just now. Yeah. And I don't know for sure that I'm wrong. Right. Sure. I could see him just like wandering around and being like a fine batch of knickerbockers, these You're ball t- tossers. <laughs> I like that he just like walks up into a gym with yeah. like a peach basket hanging off the wall, like yeah. a barn with a peach basket yep. hanging off the wall. It yep. says, You're called the knickerbockers now. <laughs> and then just rides away on a horse that he didn't even bring with him. No. It's just, <laughs> He's it not just stealing a horse. Him. No. It he came to him. Found it. Yeah. Right. Or whistled and it showed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. Conquered from the Spanish Empire. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt was America's first Canyonero commercial. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. He blinds everybody with the super high beams. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know what that means in this instance. Though I would believe it if you told me that he was America's original squirrel squashing, deer smacking, driving machine. I think that's accurate. Yeah. He uh, traveled around nature to hunt and protect at the same time. Ironically, the Canadian Football League mm. has had two teams named Rough Riders. Huh. huh. Um, I went to a minor league hockey game. With Separate provinces? Ooh, great question. And, yes. Ottawa? Yeah, Ottawa and Saskatchewan, which I assume... Did they have to play each other for the rights to the name? Well, there's only like 11 teams or something like that, (laughs) so they definitely played each other. Huh. I think there were two teams, there's been two teams in history named the Argonauts as well. (laughs) Wow. Um, No, I went to a uh, a minor league hockey game in Cedar Rapids with a friend of the show, technically a junior league hockey game, with friend of the show, Andrew Sahak. Mm Mm-hmm. a couple weeks back, a month or two ago, um, and they are called the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders. Mm, okay. And I spent the entire game trying not to angrily tweet about how the like music guy wouldn't play Rough Riders Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> that just seems uh, obvious. Yeah. And I was essentially forbidden from tweeting it or complaining about it because we were there uh, on free tickets from, and I was sleeping on the couch of the music guy for the oh. team. <laughs> and I like brought it up to him. He's just like, yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> and I'm like, what? That's not an explanation. He's like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, what, what are you, why? I, I feel it. like that would be too. Uh... Like you're playing Poison the Well <laughs> it, like it, during a face-off. Mm-hmm. You feel like it would be too obvious and therefore not up to his artistic standards? Is that what the problem was? I maybe like I do kind of hate when like a movie will like use music where like it's a song where like the lyrics already sort of like coincidentally describe what was happening. Yeah, yeah, I fucking hate that. Yep. But at the same time, calling attention to the music specifically. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time. You're called the Rough Riders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone has written a song that is your anthem. (laughs) Right. Like, it's there. It's Familiar, already there. Familiarly speaking, uh-huh. it's your anthem. If, you, if, if a coat of arms was music, yep. if your name is the Rough Riders, yep. Rough Riders' anthem, the song, is in fact your musical coat of arms. It's, it literally explains in its two-word title yep. that it's your anthem. Right. Play the damn song. Even just, like, <laughs> even just if you win. Right, like sure. you don't need to play it like in between every period, or like I don't need to hear like during every face-off or anything. Well, right, that would get annoyed. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't because that song is great. Right, <laughs> um, but at the same time, like play the song. Yeah, 
at some point. Like, save it for wins. Like, yeah. when you win, yeah. Rough Riders Anthem. Or, like, when you're introducing your players. Or, like, instead of the National Anthem or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe, because, they're, like, maybe they're concerned that, like, when DMX says stop, oh, sure. then the game will end because everyone <laughs> wants to respect his wishes. Yeah. Or, like, maybe just, like, maybe just mine it for all of its constituent parts. Mm-hmm. Like you I think you have to choose. You can uh, either mine it for its constituent parts or you can play the song like when you win or instead of the national anthem because first of all, the <laughs> the national anthem is like assuredly some of those players are Canadian, right? Right. So sure. like it's not their national anthem. The only one anthem that is the anthem of everyone on the Rough Riders is Rough Riders anthem. Yeah. That's very fair. Yeah. Um so like get rid of the star spangled banner. It's boring and dumb. Yes. Play Rough Riders Anthem, fine. Or mine it for its constituent parts, like right before every face-off. Mm-hmm. You just, one second, drop! Yeah. <laughs> and then they know it's time or to Or like every time the guy, b- the ref blows the whistle, stop! Yep. Uh, or your goalie makes a save, shut him down! <laughs> yeah. See? Like, you can do that, too. And when uh, the... When the concession guys start coming down the aisle. Open up shop! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This actually works surprisingly well. I mean... So many uses. But you've got to choose between that... Right. uh, ...and playing the whole song. It's a path. You have to choose which path you take. But choose one! Yeah. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Yeah, like, this is like saying, like, hey, like... Like, you're pretty ambidextrous. Are you going to bat right-handed or left-handed when you get to the majors? And a kid being like, I'm going to cut my hands off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that checks out. And you you could be like, you know, Jim Abbott proved that you could cut one off and you'd be fine as long as you throw a ball real hard. Nope, both of them. That's what what this music gentleman is doing to this this junior league hockey team. He's cutting the hands off of this hockey team. But they did sell me like two beers for a dollar. Wow. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. There were like 10 ounce cups, but still, like that's 20 ounces of beer for two dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, basically what they were doing is they're like... You're a real ingrate. I can't believe you just like... uh took them to task for like five minutes well, straight after I, that just the music guy and i got the and i got the ticket free oh <laughs> man um uh and i sat there like so like like we were with a biggish group and like i didn't spend much time in my seat but like there was a seat assigned on my ticket and it was like the it was like in a weird corner section that was like it wasn't the best seats you know uh-huh. um and, like, no one else in the group that we were in really spent any time in their seats. But I did realize that there was, like, in the last few rows of this corner section, there was, like, one other dude. And he was clearly, like, a scout for something because he kept taking notes mm-hmm. every time. And I tried to figure out, like, who he was scouting and that sort of thing. But more importantly, I just kept talking to him the entire time I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I, like, at a certain point, I ran out of things to talk to him about. So... I'm like, how do you think that guy's name is pronounced? Larolt? You think it's Larolt? <laughs> ooh, ooh, look at it. Look at it. The the um the um um whatchamacallit, the round the puck thing, it's in a corner. You can't even see it from here. Them them dasher boards is solid. You can't even see it. Look, it's down there. Can you see it? Can you see it from there? I'm gonna lean over. <laughs> but like you were yelling more because it was a the loud sporty place? No, I wasn't that loud in there. Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't mean well, to Well, they do, weren't playing DMX. So. I don't mean to do <laughs> the fans a disservice. They were good fans and all, but, like, like you could converse pretty well. Like, That's surprising to me. I mean, hockey... I've like, got a lot of, like, hawk in the background and, like, just the general... Hockey, like, win the pucks. ...chatter of uh, being in a sport place. Yeah, hockey when the pucks in play isn't all that loud. Some buildings are, like, really echoey and some aren't. Uh-huh. This one wasn't particularly equity, and people are, like, generally pretty quiet when the puck's in play. Um, like, they did have, like, the, like, people, like, the f- fans of the team did have a weird, like, we all have small cowbell things that we ring at specific preordained times. Hmm. Uh-huh. And, like, it seemed like they couldn't quite agree on what the occasion was that they <laughs> rang them for. Um, Were they doing, like, we wish you a Merry Christmas? They have those white gloves on? Yeah. And then, like, I made fun of them to, like, one of the friends of friends of the show, Andrew Saha, because it didn't make sense to me. Uh And he said something to me like, dude, 
we have those because someone got cancer or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and I'm like, oh. Well, I'm sorry I made fun of them. Tell me the story. He's like, I don't really know the story. I think it's about cancer. <laughs> I wonder if they just really loved the cowbell sketch. Yeah, I mean, like, this maybe is like the, a, Maybe the person who got cancer really loved the cowbell that's sketch. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Who um, did you think I meant? The, just everyone with the cowbell? Just the fan base of the Rough Riders. Hey, uh, so all those Lonely Island songs, all of those, like, Black Jeopardy sketches, like... They're all like they've all moved into the top forty like streaming uh like total streams for uh your show, Mr. Michaels. Except for in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> it's just the cowbell sketch there still. Uh-huh. They love it. You think that's what this guy was for? SNL? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like he like works for Will Ferrell. You know how Will Ferrell likes to show up at random like minor sure, league sporting sure, events? Sure, sure. Like you think just, he you think he has this tentacles all over the country just yeah like this guys is a dude, making like, notes like, like i think this place could really use your attention mr like, farrell yeah like he shows up in a shirt that doesn't fit runs out on the ice in between periods and uh, starts just like hitting a cowbell like crazy i mean it sounds like they'd lose their minds yeah yeah um i i mean honestly if that's a thing that just happens for no reason at a hockey game in which people already have cowbells yeah like yeah you're gonna like yeah, I mean, you're going to get a lot of traction even if people don't have cowbells on a regular basis. Right. And, and imagine would, how much more it'll be if you're joining a thing they already like. I legit feel like it would be, like, a good move for Will Ferrell. You should do it. Like, that, that video... Like a permanent move? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, to, like, show up once. I think that video would do quite well on the internet. No, I like it Mike's be, idea. He should just move to Cedar Rapids. It would Rapids. be amazing <laughs> if Will Ferrell just became, like, an obscure hockey team's... Permanent mask. I mean, what if he? Maybe he's been watching the story of Gritty, the rise of Gritty. He's like, oh, that <laughs> oh, seems nice. God bless Gritty. That's nice. I could do that. <laughs> and he just, but he wants to be like small time. He wants to be like small time Gritty, right? Which will be the name of his memoirs <laughs> once he gets into this. My favorite thing about Gritty, the mascot, mm-hmm. is that people like we have so quickly forgotten that Gritty only became a thing in the first place because everybody was completely terrified. I love Gritty. Right. I love Gritty so much. I know. It's such a... Like... like <laughs> so the reason that it's so horrifying, too, and I'm not sure if this is a true story, but I caught it, like, on a discussion or a broadcast or a message board or something at some point in time. But, like, the main reason why it's so horrifying uh-huh. is it was supposed to have big yellow, not orange, bushy eyebrows mm-hmm. that set off its face. Mm-hmm. But, like, when they started making it, the costume designer or the cost, the company that made the costume was just like, we're not making those. They're going to fall off and we don't want to have to keep gluing them back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, now it's just this horrifying <laughs> thing with, like... With his wide, one, manic eyes. <laughs> one facial feature and two googly eyes that it can't control! <laughs> um, apparently, uh. Gritty himself... The story is Gritty himself... Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, based on how I've heard this, if the story involves the guy that wears the costume yeah. or the character, if yep. it's like a character background, sure. but can change the color of both the palms of his hands and his belly button. Yes. For some reason. <laughs> yes. That is, a, that is an essential feature of Gritty. Yes. I have seen different pictures where sometimes... Gritty has like a weird, like yeah, like purple belly, purple button belly like button. I assume that someone just like for the backup costume, yeah. they just glued felt to a grimace costume, right? And ran out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought the color changing was like they tried to do stigmata, but they got the side piercing wrong. Yeah, like it's just front to back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I love Gritty as just, like, a thing, and the fact that, like, now, like, the broader the left is just constantly using it to troll the president and Nazis. Yeah. That's, like, the dumbest thing. So, I, yeah, I love that, like, within two weeks of his existence, I went on the internet and saw a headline that just said, Gritty is Antifa now, deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, like, the, the team, too, is just, like, he doesn't have any specific political beliefs or whatever but don't stop (laughs) no right i do appreciate that like i i do i love the idea that like some someone on that on the marketing team has to like go to a higher level executive and be like 
just constantly he has to be like, so people like Gritty? He's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gritty's blowing up. And it's like, but he's cutting heads off with guillotines <laughs> and he's like well <laughs> well so that's the thing is like that's the like the sort of backstory slash news slash revelation about gritty is that there's like three people like there's like a there's like a marketing kid mm. and then uh like a public events like planner and then the dude that plays i assume it's a dude but like it's a secret um, sure. I just assume it's a dude because of height and size, mm-hmm. but it's a secret. Uh, the dude that plays Gritty just control the persona, and they don't have to ask anybody about it. Yeah. Um, I love it. Like, so apparently the first tweet from the Gritty account uh-huh. was like, the team creates the Gritty account, unveils the thing, and then bitter hockey rivals the Pittsburgh Penguins uh-huh. respond with a photo of it, like, Add it in the tweet and say, okay, lol. Uh-huh. Seconds later, <laughs> the the first tweet from the account comes back. Sleep with one eye open, bird. <laughs> and then like an emoji of a knife. <laughs> and like, okay, yep, this mascot just wins forever. Yeah, I love it. And I, I do like, I, you know, I just because I now pay attention to gritty news. I do like that like they... Do they have? They realize like how much of a good thing they have with just like him being this weird chaos agent. Yeah. So like I like there was some. He's chaotic. Good. Yeah. There was some game last season where he, he just like a child. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I just saw one where he got like sent to the penalty box and then broke the penalty yes. box. <laughs> um, he got like like the. Like, he got ejected from the stadium and fake arrested, maybe real arrested, for stripping off his clothes and streaking through a game, like, last month. Uh, Like, maybe last season, maybe this season. Like, you know how they have, like, six-year-olds play, like, on half the ice during, like, during intermission? Yeah. Like, he picked a fight with, like, a six-year-old, and, like, they did the whole drop-the-gloves-punching thing. Like, and meanwhile, he's got this immutable giant grin yes. that could just consume that child. Yes. And these eerie, googly eyes that, Ugh. like, are uncontrolled in every way. And, like, sometimes one of them gets stuck mm-hmm. like normal googly eyes do. Yep. And it's, oh, God, it's so, it's the stuff of the best nightmare. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, I think I was making a point about wine or something like that, like 45 minutes ago. Yeah, I don't remember. remember. How bad, cast? How bad, cast? Oh, yeah. How bad, cast? How bad, cast? How bad? I don't know how long you do this. How bad, cast? Just two. How bad, cast? How bad, cast? Hey, welcome to How Bad, cast. How far into it are we? Uh, 32 minutes. Nice. Solid cold open. 32-minute cold (laughs) open. Take that, 30 Rock. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was... Why? Was it like the Nightly News music? No, it was like the music to like the old National Geographic documentaries or something. That is what it was. Or maybe... Nature. I think it was just the National Geographic channels music. Oh, when Nat Geo came around? No, it was definitely... Before it was Nat Geo, and it was all about how the skeleton is cursed. When we Um, we used to watch, like, weird nature things on PBS, it definitely was the opening music for one of those shows. Yeah, one of them. Because they were, like, slow motion, like, like, leopards and shit. Maybe that one dude's wild... Jack Hanna's Wild Kingdom or whatever? Possible. Like, I definitely remember hearing that music while, like, slow motion predators chased down a gazelle or whatever. (laughs) Right. And then, like, a bird would, like, swoop, and then it would turn into, like, the title or something. Yeah, so the National Geographic Channel now is just, like, it, it is that the one with, like, hillbilly trucker fishing where, like, a guy, like, lowers an empty, like, you know, semi-truck trailer into the ice and scoops up as many fish as possible? And <laughs> I mean, it's certainly, probably. it's certainly possible, yeah. I think I just pitched an awesome show. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, like you the, definitely did. It's oh. just like a man-made whale. Or is that... It, Discovery Channel is one of those. They both have shows And like one that. of them is... I think the Travel Channel is all about ghosts now. All, all channels had to really face the fact that uh, their specialties were dumb. <laughs> but I 
I liked those channels I before know. they faced the fact that their specialties were dumb. I should buy a like I should buy a subscription to that new thing. What's it called? Like Curiosity Explorer or something? What? Curiosity Stream? Is oh, that a thing? I'll tell you whether you're right or not when they pay up the money. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you're looking for advertisers probably. <laughs> Maybe. Like, we definitely are. So, yes. right. and you're splashing your ads around places, which is how I know you exist, right. from the creator of the Discovery Channel. Sure. Curiosity Explorer or Explore Stream or whatever you're called. Yeah. Pay up, and then I'll subscribe and review you. And say the actual name of the service. Right. Yeah. Well, Soda Stream or whatever. That, uh, that's what I meant by review you. Oh, sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you pay up more than just the cost of a subscription, right. I will automatically say glowingly nice things about you. Sure, sure, right. sure, 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 sure. In my unbiased reviews. Yes. But also, I feel like if you're just all like science documentaries and shit like that, like, uh, I'm probably going to love you. Yeah. yeah. Like, shit. I... <laughs> Like so, there's a there's a new category of like science documentaries that is that I have been like catching on like Netflix, mm, yeah. And I can only describe this category of science documentaries as not actual science or space or nature documentaries, and not about ghosts and aliens. Are you just thinking about the Expanse right now? It's uh, not a documentary, but. Uh, no, but I've been meaning to watch it. <laughs> um, but it's not... It's Thomas not, Jane! <laughs> it's not about science or nature or space or whatever documentaries. Uh-huh. And they're not all about aliens and ghosts and shit. Okay. The best description for them is assholes, because the first 38 minutes of it is speciously about spi- science or nature or space, and then the last seven minutes is also like, but the ghost of Bigfoot is really what we're after here. <laughs> what? And I'm like... You know that people want to see garbage about the ghost of Bigfoot, right? Fucking lead with it. Don't make me watch a thing where now I can't believe anything you told me until, like, finally you're like, but yeah, aliens as well. <laughs> like, don't fucking bury the lead on that shit. Like, I'm not going to watch uh, your alien thing, but there are more people that will than won't. Right, right. So I just I knew tell them up actually front. talking about. It, it, like, I, I get the impression that a lot of them are from, like, second-rate, like, series producers. Maybe they're Canadian or Australian or something like that. There like, has been an influx of Australian content on Netflix. Yeah, mm. they, like, they might be Australian. Like, it's tough to tell because, like, you know, like, I, I see a lot of, like, American, quote-unquote, content that has, like, British and Australian narrators anyways. Right, and, right. Like, and because all of these, like, Australian and British actors just, like, coming in to and school for American Taking our jobs. And, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's build a wall around England. Yeah, yeah. Let's do what Theresa May can't. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show them. Sick Brexit burn. <laughs> Boom! Brexit roasted. Boom! But but we won't build it uh, on the border of Northern Ireland because I know that's a sticking point. <laughs> yeah, we don't want any troubles. Let's just reinforce Hadrian's Wall, and uh, we'll just. Uh, Every, that, everyone above it will stay in the EU, I guess. Take that, savages! <laughs> how will to that believe stop them our... from taking our acting jobs? Huh? Well, I mean, how many acting jobs are we losing to the Isle of Wight? Oh, great question. Yeah, people from the Isle of Wight, <laughs> or the uh, the what are those ones called? I don't know, Faroe, Faroe Islands. Oh. Yeah. Where are they? Huh? Where are those? Above like, Scotland. Like, uh. yeah, they're like northwest of Scotland, right? Who owns them? Uh. They're a semi-autonomous nation. Oh, <laughs> great. Um, I think they're like, I think they're a lot like Ireland in some ways, or Wales, more like Wales. Yeah, I think. yeah, they're they're I like see. you know, because Ireland's a country. Right. Most of Ireland's a country. Most yeah. of, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, crown loyalists that are listening to this show, and we know there are many of you, or Irish Protestants. Do we know a lot of Irish Protestants? No. I don't know. Are you Are you actually trying to run through your run through your head right now? Are kind like, of, but then I thought Is wait, your brother in law is your brother in law a Protestant? Because he's no he's a no. he's a Celtic fan, so he shouldn't be, but <laughs> No, their family is Catholic. Okay, good for him. I started to run good through my head um, for that sort of thing, and then I thought, wait. This is a level of detail about someone that I am never going to ask about and Certainly therefore not. wouldn't know. 
What? You're not meeting people and be like, hey, dog, are you Protestant? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as we all know, Mike, your first question to anyone you meet is, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? (laughs) I was just thinking to myself whether... Have you accepted proper Anglican Jesus Christ as your (laughs) Savior? Have you accepted white Jesus as your Savior? Oh, no. Catholic Jesus is still white Jesus, too. That's true. Shit. I was just trying to think if I had met anyone who sounded exactly like Sam Neill in Peaky Blinders. (laughs) Wow. That's so specific. <laughs> Wait, can you tell by the accent? Huh? If is they're Protestant? A, yeah, is there a Protestant accent? I mean, I, there must be, right? Well, like, I was thinking like Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Northern Ireland and like Ireland, Ireland, which is north of Northern Ireland for some reason, yeah. um, uh, have been separated for long enough that there must be like, there's, there's like a Dublin accent and a Belfast accent. Yeah, there's there absolutely is. a difference. There absolutely is. I yeah, can't tell sure. the difference. <laughs> I think they're both Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> I call them potato scots. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Sorry, also Catholic Irish. <laughs> Jeez, we're just turning an entire island against us. Well, this is good because, you know, the the Brexit thing is causing a lot of people to worry that there's going to be that there's going to be a, a increased hostility between Northern Ireland and Regular Ireland. Yeah. But if we just redirect all of that hostility oh, to, to Stephen. Us. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're saving. You're saving Ireland. I got your back. Twenty two plus six or whatever. What? I don't know what that means. The counties of Ireland. Oh. <laughs> I definitely got those numbers. Wrong. <laughs> That's good. You're still redirecting rage then. Look. I know just enough about the conflict to talk about it, but not sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Like most topics I engage on this right. show. certainly. That's sort of our bread and butter on this show. It's weird. It seems like a thing that I would like, like, it feels to me like a thing that I would know more about. Why? It just feels like the type of thing that I would have taken the time to, like, Because it about. concerns your queen. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, my queen. <laughs> Does it, like, I think her, I think her, almost her entire opinion about Ireland has been like, eh. It's there. Well, I mean, you know, that kind of seems like her reaction to everything as far as every uh, video that I've seen of her. But, like, dare to disparage the queen. I mean, I guess her, I guess, I guess whoever's in that role, like, their job with Ireland is to basically, like, go there every once in a while and be like, hey. We good? Yeah. Everybody good? Like, well, you send a, you send a, you send one of the kids. Sure. Yeah. You send a prince. You send a beloved. You've already child. given him whales. He might as well jaunt up the coast real quick. <laughs> right. 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 Um, that geography's mostly right. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, I mean, there is a coast that it share. It's right. <laughs> you guys hear about these uh, uh, four new uh, base? These, what? These new base pairs for DNA? Do you oh, think yeah. We're up gonna, to what? You're going to add your base pairs now? Base, you're going to add base pairs? What are you talking about? We're up to eight base pairs now, dog. What? Like Hachimoji DNA or something. What are, you, what are you talking about? You're just saying nonsense. <laughs> he and I both know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, God. So maybe you're the problem, Steven, Dan. you sort of spoke Japanese for a little while. Is that actually what it's called? Uh, it's like the word I, for like so eight of, letters or something? Yeah, all of the... I think that's right, but all of the Japanese I learned, I learned on accident, uh-huh. just from, like, being around. I mean, these seem like the sort of words you would learn on accident. But, like, yeah. Uh, I don't but remember like, what number that is. But, yeah, that, that's the right number. All right. So, cool. But, yeah, like, we're This is to, for our DNA. This is human DNA? Well, any, well, really, but... Oh. No, it's just, like, the some scientists, like, created extra base pairs that are stable in DNA... Oh. So, like, maybe we can use it for epigenetics, I where, see. like, you know, those extra base pairs, we don't need to get down into, like, gene alleles to determine what genes are active and what aren't. Mm. Maybe we can use them for epigenetics, like, and just be, like, like, the idea is, like... Or just be cool, you know? Yeah. Just, like, no. <laughs> like, I... Just, like, know that you just put an extra base pair in there somewhere. What does that do? Well, it doesn't do any... I imagine that it, it would can, wreak havoc. Well, in... It doesn't necessarily need to. It can do a lot of things because you can put a shit ton of information into there. Mm-hmm. Like, a shit ton of, basically, instructions. Right. right. So, like, basically... They don't, they don't actually know how it would... If it would have any effect whatsoever yeah, if you and, actually put it into and something. Some, and some doctor from China is going to tell us <laughs> in a couple of years... Oh, right. What it does. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... 
But uh, like, me. in theory, you could do something like take a base pair mm-hmm. that, and this is all broadly in theory, and encode in it the instructions of the because like our DNA is instructions to the rest of the cells, yeah. basically. Um, and I took AP Bio in high school. Wow. I've been led to believe by television that you don't study biology in AP Bio. Well, this was back in the... You mostly just watch reruns of It's Always Sunny, I guess. <laughs> um, but no, like in theory, like you could encode into an additional base pair somewhere. Like, hey, if like there's abnormal unchecked cell growth of cells that look like a specific type of thing, shut it all down and kill them off. Mm. Or at least stop making them, which could, in theory, get rid of a certain type of cancer. Right. Or you could encode the ASCII for a smiley face. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or like, literally, like, all of the works of Hitchcock. Like, sure. Sure. Because, like, isn't there's, like, that thing that, like, someone was working on, this was, like, maybe five years ago, where someone was working on, like, like can we just encode, like video and audio data into DNA in tiny vials of water. Right. And mm. they found out that like those tiny vials of water or liquid full of DNA like could hold like literally the entire library of Congress in like a, a microliter. Yeah. Hmm. Like it's it's uh you can store a crap ton of information and if you double the base pairs you can store even more in double a tiny crap amount ton. of space. Neat. Yeah, which is a quadruple helix of crap tons. <laughs> so we're going to have like... Quadruple being a word I just invented. <laughs> so we're like on our way to goo computers. Yeah, goo computers. Nice. Yeah, like... I mean, you know... What do we, what probably, do we call those things? Probably more like goo storage, because I mean... Oh, sure. The read-write on those things is going to be so goddamn slow. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. what do we call those things, though? Goo backups. The, like, the like living circuit stuff. For a very brief period, I thought you had said a racial slur. <laughs> yeah. Then I remembered yeah. that it was a South Park thing. <laughs> What? Oh. Oh. I see. For what? What was it a for? For people from the future that were oh. coming to take their jobs? Oh. Correct. That is oh, correct. that's the they took our jobs thing. Yeah. Yes, correct. Oh, I barely remember that. <laughs> I mean, oh, it was no. like over a decade ago now. That was show's it? been on forever. It, it sure has, has. Since like I was in like middle school or yeah. some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm like a million now. You are. Yeah. Mike is equally a million. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, you're the same amount of million that I am. Dan's like three minus. <laughs> hey, I'm like two months younger than you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Whatever. But until Monday, <laughs> we're the same age. Uh, wow. Um. Yeah, but there's like a name for that, right? Where like living computer things. Uh, I just can't remember it. Like living machines. Yeah, or like organic processing yeah, organic or computing. something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's called organic computing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a simple name that it was not worth spending time remembering, <laughs> um, and it is definitely not worth spending time addressing the fact that I spent time remembering it. <laughs> sure. And that silence tells me that I'm going to go further and explain that it's not worth the time that I took for the beat afterwards, <laughs> for the time that I took explaining the time that I spent remembering it. Someone's got to jump in here, you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of curious to see where this is going. <laughs> You yeah, know where it's going. Too. An infinite amount of that same worthless bullshit. Oh, like a goo. Oh, now I'm angry again. We're fine. Like a goo backup. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just an infinite vial of bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like, so, here, so here's the question. If right. we get to, like, organic computing, mm-hmm. okay. and, like, all of our computing is organic computing, because, honestly, at a certain point, like, we can't make, we can't make microchips any smaller. Yeah. Right. Um, like, because silicone or silica, the... Stuff that you make it out of. Syndicate. No, that's an old video game. (laughs) Silica is a finite size. It can't be smaller at a certain point. You know, molecules and shit. Um, (laughs) Yep. Look, I'm doing a molecule. I'm doing a thought experiment here that I may not have 100% of the language that I need for it. (laughs) Sure. But, like, okay, so quarks, right? Like, Oh, wow. The, the quanta that make up silica can't get any smaller at a uh-huh, certain point. Uh-huh. That's a theoretical limit, sure. obviously, but uh, a limit nonetheless. So you move, to, you move to, you know, organic computing, 
where you can take smaller and smaller living type cells and program them to do things and then create themselves and then it's not a like you know sort of a it's not sort of a problem of getting rid of the theoretical size lower limit but it is a manufacturing issue and it makes it easier and blah 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 but and it gets us one step closer to being able to become akira monsters yes i was just gonna say (laughs) yeah but so here's here's my point about the akira monsters (laughs) oh okay This is basically where I was going. If you assume that that is the future of computing, which I think there's a school of thought that does. Mm -hmm. Akira Monsters is the future of computing. Organic computing is the future of computing. And there is a school of thought that assumes that we will become post-biological organisms Uh at some point in time. Will we be post-biological organisms? Oh. If the computer is an organic computer. Right. That hosts the post biological organism, aren't we just some sort of a Kira monster? That is literally where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, got, right. it, got it, got it, got it, got it. And you motherfuckers stepped on it. Oh, you were just all on the same page. We just jumped the gun. Yeah. Don't, at a, at a certain point, don't we all just become floating in space Akira monsters that we hope we properly shield from cosmic rays or whatever <laughs> so we don't become cancerous Akira monsters, which I guess is what a, an Akira monster pretty much is? Yeah, pretty much. Canada! Great. Like, why that that dude just got, like, a huge cancer arm and then got angry that he didn't know how to pronounce Canada? (laughs) Yep. That's the plot of that movie, as far as I understand. Mm -hmm. And lay down motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he had a sweet cape. I don't know what the the chip on his shoulder was. Why does everybody like it so much? Uh, I don't know, because it was, like, a kind of revolutionary for its time. Yeah, jerk. And the book's fun. Book's way more involved. There's way more after that. Does it make sense? Enough, yeah. Okay, because the movie does not. I mean, the movie, I think, is heavily edited down, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of a Dune situation. Because the books are like five... Well, that, that's sort of what I was going for. Yeah, because the manga is like five massive volumes. Uh, so maybe I, maybe I'll check that out. It's pretty good. Like they. Do you have it? No, I know people who do, though. Well, I was going to say, could you lend it Probably, to me? Probably, yeah. Like, but uh, I'll just go, I'll just go but get yeah, it like, from the internet it, for free. There's a lot of like... <laughs> There's a lot of post that guy, that guy freaking out, Akira. I should say. Uh, well, there's Akira, and then there's the kid who freaks out and becomes an Akira monster. Right. Those are two different kids. Yeah. So I'm saying in the book, there's but a lot of- But he's also Akira, because- r- Whatever, like, he's right. the kid, or Tetsuo? Tetsuo. He's Tetsuo. Yeah. But he's the kid that everybody knows from Akira. Yes. And therefore, he is also Akira. Sure, that's true. The main thing I remember about Akira is them yelling each other's names, but I can never remember which, which is which. which. Yeah. And yeah. Inuyasha. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot in the book <laughs> right. that is after him freaking out uh, that involves Akira basically becoming like, I don't know, sort of like a demigod on Earth. and like Yeah, that makes sense. Like, that seems like where that was going. Japanese military being like, oh shit, <laughs> our crazy weapon boy has taken over future Tokyo. Or now whatever. he's saying. Yeah, kind of. His hair goes to a million or whatever meme. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, very good. I did a meme, you guys. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Well done. You're welcome, Internet. Yep. Uh, also, the... I don't know. What's big right now? Spon- oh. SpongeBob being weird. <laughs> Is that... Mariah Carey doesn't know people. Sure. Man, I don't know any of this stuff. Um, uh, and Gritty. Yeah. We're back to Gritty. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah Gritty. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I love Gritty. <laughs> oh, oh, it appears so. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best. You love him in a way that your voice lowers and you talk a little bre- breathier when you're thinking about I him. I just really, I really enjoy the, like, I just, just because of, as we've discussed, like, his insane face, I just love the fact that it's becoming so complex to just, like, slap his face next to, like, a quote from Karl Marx or something. Because <laughs> it's just, like, so delightful. The idea of that face even making a speech like that is so delightful. And, and like the evolution of Muppets, uh, yeah. the evolution of Muppets meme, where it's have you <laughs> ah, seen this? Where no. it's like it's like four Muppets, like from like oldest most humanoid, yep, and then like like something else, and then like uh, and then like like Oscar the Grouch, yep. and then Animal, yep. and then Gritty, yeah. <laughs> It's like an evolution of Muppets, and then you put words next to it to get ever more extreme. Got it. That's the idea of the meme. Got it. I love it. It's a good meme. 
uh, how bad cast where we describe things we've seen on the internet. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Describing that, visual jokes since whenever we started this podcast. have yeah. seen on the internet. Yes. This is what you want out of pop culture, right, listeners? <laughs> wasn't like the first episode the mostly... Snake eats uh, itself. Yeah, wasn't the first episode mostly about how Henry Rollins is weird or something like that? I don't know. Oh, the way man. we named it indicates that it was about G-Unit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. G-Unit. Yeah. Who has stuff going on? When does this come out? Tomorrow. Hey, jabronis. Hey. <laughs> oh. uh, well, what a direction that's I didn't an expect. Ag- that's an aggressive word, I think, and it might be racist. No, shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, no, I have no idea. I don't either, that's, so I probably should just not use it. Yeah, I assume that, <laughs> I assume that anything that, people say, that a lot of people say that they don't know what it actually means is racist. Probably. And it came from the internet in some way. Damn it, Zambonis. Yeah, hey, Zambonis. That's just a company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, Dan. What about our female that's non-binary the standard YouTube. <laughs> that's the standard YouTube greeting. Hey, guys. Yerd Spurga here. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see me make slingshots? What was the thing well, earlier? You sound so American before. <laughs> What was the thing earlier that I thought might be I a... I forgot that he was a real guy that was German that made slingshots. What was the school district I thought might be a person from Crosby Ironton. Yeah. Hey, guys. Crosby Ironton here. <laughs> hey. Oh, you got to sound stuffier while you do that, then. Like, you might have a monocle in. Ooh, hey, guys. What? Crosby you're not, Ironton You're not here. evil and made of... I don't know. And made of valves instead of bones. <laughs> this guy shouldn't even be on the internet. Anyway, hey. He's not a guy. <laughs> He's a school district in northern Minnesota. All right. Attention residents of the Crosby Ironton School District. There, there you are, go. There are still tickets available for live, Totes Recall Live, Thursday, March 7th at the Trilon Cinema in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to that. Live.totesrecall.com. Ooh. We'll be recalling The Princess Bride. Mike, are you going to go to that? Incompatible. <laughs> Any Everyone does want a peanut. As you want. These are all catchphrases from the movie, for sure. <laughs> you can get more of that kind of incredible getting mad at us for talking about a movie you've seen this Thursday at the Trial and Cinema Live at com for more information and tickets, which I believe are cheaper if you buy them ahead of time online. Mike, are you going to go to that? I should. I need to ask uh, someone to uh, cover Galactic for me. Our sister oh, and yeah, brother-in-law right. will be there. That's right. It's on Thursday. Yeah. Ooh, right. What's on Thursday for you, Mike? That's normally happening. The Galactic Pizza Comedy Open, Mike. Every Thursday night at 10 o'clock, sign at 9.30. He'll laugh your blast off. Now with new and improved, bringing the blinds down in front of the stage. <laughs> wow. You used to do that back in the day. No, I didn't. I, I could swear. No, never. Why are you getting a lot of like looky loos? Bang on the windows? No, it's just that. Uh, oh Kelly, no, we love the looky loos. Kelly no. Berger did it as a bit. You could still see through the blind. Yeah, but it does look a lot more like a stage. <laughs> well, when I saw the when I saw the social media post about it too, uh, and everybody was like, "I can't believe it took you this long to figure out that you should lower the blinds because it looks better." And it's just you standing on stage, right? And I didn't, but I probably should have responded with, "I can't believe the two hundred and fifty of you that still haven't fucking figured out that you need to stand underneath the goddamn light <laughs> because it looks better." Yes, but also you hit your goddamn mark, which very few of those comics do. It's hard to it's hard to tell where the mark is. You have to be like really. Is the light on your back. face? Is the light on your face? Then you've hit your mark. Nailed it. Sure, it's true. Uh, do you feel honest, the it's... bald spot toward the back of your head getting warmer? <laughs> You're too far forward. Well, there are lights coming from behind you as well. It's it, it's not super straightforward. In any case... I have no problem. Maybe I'm just an advanced performer. Or maybe, Or maybe your face has been shaded the entire time and you didn't know. I will not allow for that possibility, <laughs> though I have no evidence to the contrary. Anyway... Yeah, uh, they really got to work on the lighting in that pizza place. Stand-up comedy, it's in pizza. Uh, <laughs> it's in pizza? <laughs> Which is, coincidentally, my least favorite Weezer album. <laughs> Oh, now I actually want to make posters for the open mic. Yep. Stand-up comedy. It's in yep. pizza. Yes, do it. <laughs> and just you holding a slice and giving a thumbs up with the other hand. Absolutely do this. Uh, Absolutely yeah. do this. Take the little bit of money you get from them and use it to make these stupid posters. We'll have we'll have Andrew Sahak design it. There you go. Yeah. Friend of the show, Andrew Sahak. Uh, Sahak, if you're listening to this. 
And he definitely is because we talked about Iowa. There's no... Uh, what? There's no guaranteed money. Don't start yet. Uh, oh, no, no, no. No, he's doing it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for free, Sahak. Also, buy his album, andrewsahak.com, andrewsahakstracula.com. Oh, yeah. See, we paid him. Hey, there you Good, go. Good, make the goddamn poster. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, what's going on? Nothing. Yeah. I am trying to put together a new show that is slow going. Hooray. Neat. That's the point of the show, slow Kind of actually. It's like going oh. to an I'll old get into more detail uh, later. I, I probably shouldn't. Have it's about making it. eggs. It's about so you got to keep yeah, it slow. Slow. It's you, we make eggs and barbecue slow and low, motherfuckers. And you say the full names of all uh, baseball teams yes. and Every single basketball syllable. teams. Yes. Yeah. Well, great. Los uh, Angeles uh, Lakers. Lake. I'm trying to think of what that would be like. <laughs> Laker men. Lake- <laughs> well, I guess back in the day it would have been Minnesota Lakers? Minneapolis. Yeah, they hey. were actually. They had to move because they weren't named after the state. They were named after a city. <laughs> right, so the rest of the state kicked them out. Yeah. Oh, you think you're too good for Crosby? What was it? Crosby Ironton. Crosby Ironton. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least this episode's called Crosby Ironton. Yeah, that's sure. easy. Sure. Now the only uh, difficulty will be... Uh, Getting out of the parking space that's two blocks away. Yay! Fun. Yeah. It's winter here. In Garbage winter. South of Crosby Ironton. It's but very not that much, much south. Yeah, it's probably like very much winter in Crosby Ironton, I'd imagine. I don't know. You don't know. You don't, need, you don't even you have know. You have no idea place. where Crosby Ironton is. Maybe it's a pro- tropical paradise. I don't know. Maybe it's like the savage land. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's like. Like you get like down into thermos. the valley of Crosby Ironton <laughs> and there's just dinosaurs and palm trees. It's like a whole valley that's geothermal. Yeah. Like. Like heated from like ground, yeah, <laughs> warm, yeah. yeah. And Sauron is there creating the <laughs> mutate army. <laughs> All right, it's time to go. Okay, uh, bye, bye. Morph, morph, morph. Whoa.